0: we're back
1: we're back oh, okay. but we have to wait og was saying we have to wait so where where did everybody go i gotta I got fix that everybody guys keeps bouncing anywhere um all right so we'll wait uh, until oj tells us we can start again okay i'll just just wait here oh by the way everybody dag's back look he's back he's
2: alive <laughs> hi it's me look <laughs> he's here it's amazing I have a face. Yeah, wait see here. what's going on with Basil. I, oh yeah, no, and just just to make the um, the this extra fun, I, I haven't watched a single episode since I was missing, so... We could be anywhere. We could be in space. I mean... We are in space. You could lie to me. I'd believe it. 100%. <laughs> yeah,
0: not much happened.
1: Okay, shut up. OG says we're good to go.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: cool. Hold on, I got to do the thing. Thanks,
0: OG. Is it working? Oh my
1: god. It looks like it's working. So... When we la- shut up Rob okay. when we last left our he- when we last left our heroes after defeating a mighty mutant frog-like beast sicarius V and Oxana found themselves falling through a sinkhole far below the city streets crashing down to the ground the small group seemed to be in a massive cavern and roughly 50 feet above, Scrump, Tristan, Basil, and Scrump's new pet, Nugget, looked for a way down. As the group reunited, they took a few moments to explore the cavern, only to find strange primitive statues sticking up from the underground lake's surface with their mouths wide open. After swimming to the bottom of the lake, Scrump and Oxana found large stone gears that were embedded into the base of the statues. As they desperately tried to solve the strange gears, and what they were used to, and what they were used for seemed to cause some undue stress within the group, as V. and Sicarius let vicious words fly, and Basil twirled around and sung like a Disney princess. With all and entirely the collective of their brain cell, the group were finally able to achieve the statue or activate the statue that opened up the back of the cavern wall like a giant door. They made their way through the tunnel only to find themselves at the top of a cliffside looking out over a massive cavern that stretched as far as the eye could see. And far below them, what looked like a small town with strange mechanical creatures that resembled insects transporting individuals and goods back and forth to the town. One by one, the party began to make their way down the sheer cliff face, some more successful than others. Finally, it was Sucarius's turn. And while making his way down, the tied ropes began to come undone as he plummeted to the ground. The party attempted to save Sicarius, but to no prevail. And as they watched their companion falling to his death, as if by magic, his descent began to slow. A voice called out from behind them. And as they looked, they found a small goblin figure with a wide grin named Waggins, proclaiming, to be their pal. And so, our story continues. Finding yourselves at the bottom of the cliff face, you are now able to take in the grandness of your new environment. A subterranean world where darkness reigns. The ceilings stretch high as a football field is long. With stalactite, the size of small mountains that stretch their peaks to their floor. The terrain is dimly lit by bouldered-sized crystals that shimmer hues of purple and magenta and pinks. Legends of this place have been heard by all of you. A place where few can be trusted, every turn holds peril, and only the bravest and strongest survive. The place known as the Underdark.
3: Oh, fuck. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Language. Jesus.
4: Oh my god, did we get past, like, we're, we're way past a minute, hopefully. Shit, otherwise YouTube's gonna just complete.
3: <laughs> 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 Damn it! <laughs> <sighs> okay. <laughs>
4: Good stuff. <start. laughs> Sorry.
5: Are we you good? Are we, announcements.
6: are we okay? We're good.
4: Yeah, we'll just edit this part out the YouTube. Video.
6: <laughs>
1: Fantastic.
6: <laughs> a few
1: feet from the cliff face, you notice a large path that seemingly leads into a small town, roughly two hundred yards away. And perched on a rock just off the path, a small olive green figure smiles a wide grin standing a mere three feet tall the goblin known as wagons he possesses a wiry frame that brims with curiosity and a certain air of confidence the skin is on his arms and face marked with dark patches of green telling the tale of his of his subterranean heritage his attire A tattered brown vest adorned with mismatched buttons and trousers that seem to be stitched together from scraps of fabric. You see trinkets and baubles hanging from his person that sway with every movement. And hanging from his belt line, a number of pouches of different colored hues, each meticulously labeled with care. He grins towards all of you. Ahoy, brave adventurers. Welcome to the wondrous realm of the Underdark. A place where shadows dance and secrets abound. He sniffs the air toward you. Topsiders, I see. The smell, sun, smell of the sun wafts off all of you. Tell me, heroes of light, why do you travel so far into the shade?
7: You are saying we are in under dark?
1: Yes. The furthest region underneath the soil.
4: Mm. Anyone else concerned? I'm concerned.
7: No! This is great coincidence. I am looking for someone.
1: Ah. Who is it that you seek? Perhaps your dear pal wagons can help.
7: I am looking for uh, the father of somebody named Sivl, Siv, for short.
1: Mm. And do you know this man's name?
7: I do not, unfortunately. I made a promise to someone very important that I would find him, though.
1: Well, you are very, very lucky then, my friend, to have such a humble... And gracious guides, I will be your gateway to the entire Underdark. For a price. Again, he smiles a little bit wider as he eyes down your treasures and fine clothes and coin purses.
0: And what is your price? First of all, I must thank you, by the way, for saving me from that fall.
1: What are friends for?
4: Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong group.
1: I'd be happy to take you on as a group for, I don't know, a mere 50 gold.
0: 50 gold? We have 50 gold, do we? We haven't really earned any money since we've. (laughs) Been together.
7: Didn't we just make gold out of game? Doing what? And then we split it. I don't know.
4: No, that was in our home game, Jess. <laughs> Wrong game, here Wrong game.
7: <laughs> Wrong game.
4: <laughs>
7: <laughs> Never mind. I'm <babe>. sorry.
3: Babe. <laughs> Wrong mind. Different palace. reality. <laughs> well, of course. Can,
2: can I join? Can I join the home game? I need gold.
4: you have to move to canada that's the that's the prerequisite
3: ah
2: dang
4: it okay sorry (laughs) Uh, look here's the thing wagons we don't have that gold is there anything else that we could offer usually i'm a little more persuasive, but something's been off with me lately, so... I'm just being square with you today.
5: <laughs> Gets oh. You see scrump sort of take Nugget and protect, tuck him underneath his arm a little protectively. <laughs>
1: well, what do you have to offer?
4: I am a particularly talented musician. I could offer you free music lessons. <laughs> um Oksana could teach you how to throat punch someone as well. Um, very useful. Um, Mm -hmm. Basil has been particularly um, talented with um, his Disney moves.
1: I'm not sure I know who this Disney is, but he sounds very small and pathetic.
3: Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) all of these services you offer, well, I'm looking for something a little bit more tangible.
4: Scrant makes a lot of really cool things. He also gave me a potion that changed my entire personality.
5: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I can put together some stuff like this thing, and you see him just holds up like a stick, to take to another <laughs> stick, and I got this thing, and he just a bunch of useless... What do you need?
1: Yes, well, do you have anything that's of worth, say, 50 to 100 gold?
7: <laughs> uh, I have... Yeah. I have eight gold.
1: That's a start, then. Yes, let's... I can see that at least one of you is serious about finding this individual that
5: you look for.
4: Well, we also are looking for something else, too. Anything oozy.
5: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Can you be more precise?
5: General oozy. You know.
4: Oozy, monstrous... Things that are attacking, oozy things that are attacking things or causing a ruckus. That's what we're looking for. Any information on that? We've been having some issues on the surface level, um, and we're trying to get more information.
1: Ah, yes, the ooze creatures. They have been causing a foul down here as well. And you're lucky to know that I know exactly where to find them.
4: Well, I have 10 gold.
1: Up to 18, are we?
7: Well, hold on, hold on. You say they are causing ruckus down here. How about we do you favor? You'll lead us to Sieve's father, and we call it even.
1: Make a persuasion check for me.
3: <laughs> okay. I didn't think you were going to go for that.
0: Come on, Oxana. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Oh, hey. That's
1: a good roll. 18. Wow. Wow. Okay. Mm. Well, of course, it would be a little difficult for me to find this father person without more information. But I'll tell you what. If you're willing to disembark some of this ooze, these ooze creatures... Actually, did you roll with disadvantage?
4: Oh,
3: that's right! Mm-hmm. 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 Thanks, be
7: found. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks for screwing us all up. He said it a was concert. just one.
3: Twelve
7: at disadvantage.
1: Twelve, okay.
7: I will toss in teaching you how to throat punch.
1: Yes, I appreciate the <laughs> offers, but I can take care of myself down here. Thank you very much. But I will take you and reduce the price to say, 35 gold?
4: Now, listen here. The last time that we fought one of these ooze creatures, we suffered an immense loss. So, I would like to say that that loss and potential loss again, would at least be equal to the 35 gold. And depending on how long they have been here already, tells me that you have no way of dealing with them yourself.
5: Well, we
1: do have our ways. And I'm sorry for the loss that you suffered from, but that doesn't help me out much, does it?
7: 35
1: gold is my final offer. Of course, you can go ahead and try with the locals yourselves. Best of luck.
4: People turn around to the group and say, well, that's all I got today, so anyone else have some gold?
1: Mind you, I also know an individual who might be willing to help with your little ooze problem. A bit of an expert in the physiology of these types of creatures. I would be happy to take you to him as well.
7: That sounds... For Bryce or price, or out of goodness of your heart
1: out of the goodness of my heart dear friends mm-hmm. along with the 35 gold
0: <laughs> <clears throat> so I at have this a point, point 15 on me
2: uh, at this point basil um who has been for the most part like um like singing off to the side in, in the chasm cavern, trying to measure the various acoustics, uh, all of a sudden there's like this kind of spike that hits him in the back of the brain and he's just sort of like, oh my god. Uh All right, I'm in a cave. I think I caught most of this conversation, but can I just posit a potential problem here? We've fallen from the surface to the Underdark And the first person we meet, just happenstance, can solve all of our problems, knows everything where we're at, and happens to cost money for it. I'm sorry, but maybe it's just all that time spent breathing in the fumes of dog's breath. But I call absolute bullshit. You have nothing to prove, apart from the fact that you saved our friend. Who, by the way, yes, we are very grateful for this. Um, But uh, I'm smelling a scam here. What... What exactly, what proof do you have that you have any of the things we need for such a vast amount of wealth?
1: Well, first off, I... You're welcome for saving your friend's life.
2: Oh, I did say thank you, and so did he. We are grateful.
3: Basil, I'm not... But, you know,
2: I mean... Well, I more mean, much like our fallen comrade is of no benefit to him, you saving our friend is, of course, very, very appreciated, but was not a service paid. Now we're talking business transactions. I feel as though the conversation has turned in uh, another particular way. If we have issues with uh, height, for example, you have more than certainly proven yourself. But as far as knowledge is concerned, I mean but what you've given us so far is that you are in trouble with some oozes
1: well like i said we have our ways to get around that down here and i thought i showed a certain amount of trust by saving your friend but if you don't trust me if you do not need my assistance very well then (laughs) best of luck down here on your own top dwellers as he turns and begins to walk away
4: Wait, wait, don't leave. I Basil has been weird for a very <laughs> I'm, I'm, long time. I'm not I'm
2: not being weird. I mean, he literally just admitted to having an ulterior motive for saving our friend.
0: It doesn't matter. We what? don't know where we are at, and we are going to need some services here. Yeah. So, you know gonna how to get down of here? The f- do you know how so to, to get around the first person
2: we we've, we've seen? Yeah, well, up that way probably, but you know, I'm just saying we um we right, have right. other avenues
4: the avenues. We are in the Underdark and we, we have to explore it to find more about the ooze and potentially Grimoire's father.
2: And if How... there is, of course, such a big problem for it, why would it be any problem to find it in the town?
4: Basil, you're supposed to be the nice <laughs> one. What is happening?
0: Well, they're arguing. Well, the is going to pull out the... um the guard's rod, because I know that it has magical properties to it, and offer, and show it to, I forget his name already, Waggons. and ask him wagons, wagons, and say, would this be suffice? It is a magical item that would be far worth what you're asking for, to be our guide.
1: And Might I inspect it?
0: And he'll hand it over.
1: Okay. He pulls out a small monocle And as he does, you take note of the lens. There seems to be three of them. One larger than the next. Popping it over his eye, he begins to adjust, flicking them up and down one by one. As he does, you see a little bit of purple arcane energy seemingly draw in and around the monocle itself. As he looks at the item. Very interesting. Well, I believe it is a curiosity that I could find a seller for, but I don't know what the price would be. I'm going to guess that I could probably get, I'd say, 25 gold for something like this. So along with this, along with this, just a mere 10 gold, which, might I say... Is already at a discount. Unless you have more of these treasures.
4: I have another one of those. Would you take two? You have another? Yes, very interesting.
1: I'm sure we can work something out. If you want to. Uh, If you like to hand those over, I'm sure we can
4: strike a deal.
5: Doesn't sound
4: ominous. No, and we will hand it over to him and she'll just say, just so you know, if, if you screw us over, we will find you and make sure you pay for whatever you try to do.
1: Your old pal wagons would never do such a thing. As he kind of bows a little bit. Well... With business said and done then.
7: So what did he take in total? Two take- guards two guard rods. Two
1: of the guards rods.
7: Okay. So I still have my eight gold.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> and and we overpaid him.
4: Yeah. By his magic. Okay.
1: Mhm. You sure did. He's very happy yeah. right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well then, my dear friends and travelers, Off to Buzzkill we go, then.
4: It's called Buzzkill.
1: Yes, the outpost known as
5: Buzzkill.
4: Okay. That's fine.
1: (laughs) As Wagons hops down from the stone, he begins walking down the path towards the outpost. As you approach, the first thing that catches your eye is the town's uh, distinct architecture. The buildings seem to be constructed of a mix of salvaged items. Metal sheets, wooden planks, stone fragments, and even a few remnants of uh, old and forgotten structures. As you continue to make your way through the town proper, you follow the snaking streets that wind between the buildings and the market stalls. The air itself seems to hum with a symphony of noises. You see, or you hear, a number of merchants haggling over prices. The sound of wood being chopped, as well as the clanging of metal on metal. Walking through, you see a number of individuals that range from goblin, dwarf, drow, and other denizens of the Underdark you can see a number of traders proudly showing their wares throughout the market stalls. And as wagon's continues to guide you, he adds a certain level of commentary. He tells you a little bit of the history of Buzzkill itself, that it was once a town that was absolutely brimming with commerce. Due to the fact that, at that time... Long, long ago, they had access to the upper world. However, after a disaster struck many, many years ago, cutting the passages off from the topside world, Buzzkill eventually fell into disarray, with many of the denizens and citizens of the outpost leaving for more prosperous cities and towns in the underdark. Finally, you arrive on a doorstep of a particular shop that reads the Vial and Vortex. Wagons begins to push the metal door open and enters, inviting you all in. As you all step into the dimly lit interior of the Vial and the Vortex, you're immediately enveloped in an intoxicating blend of scents. The shop seems to be more or less a giant labyrinth of shelves and counters and display cases, each one of them holding various vials and jars of strange mixtures and oddities found inside. The shop is otherwise empty, save for an individual behind the counter who looks like a a gaunt gray-skinned elven man some of you might have known as a drow he has piercing red eyes and long white hair and wears a simple black robe and a leather satch on his satchel on his hip he notes wagons as he enters and gives a bit of a smile (laughs) ah wagons back to trade again my friends not today kethro I bring new friends who wish to speak with you, if you'll allow them the time. Kethril, looking up towards the group. (laughs) But of course, happy to share what I can. Good day to you, Travels. I'm Kethril, apothecary and scholar of the arcane. What brings you to my shop?
5: I love it. You just see Scrump looking around at all the jars and the dead things. Oh my <laughs> God. You built this?
1: I did. And every potion you find on the shelf, I made myself.
5: What? You can just make them? I mean, you really?
1: With enough practice, anyone can. Is this what you've come for? Lessons in (laughs) alchemy?
4: No, no. Uh, Although it does seem that Scrump may want to talk to you about that. Um, We came for a few things. Uh, The first thing, we're looking to find out more information about these ooze creatures that have been causing a ruckus, hurting people, doing weird things. We'll start there. Then... I feel like Oksana should cover the
1: the second reason. Very good. Well, you've come to the right place if you're looking for information on the ooze creatures. Through countless studies and meticulous observations, I've come to an understanding of the ooze creatures, their behavior, their physiology, with great precision. I have crafted alchemaic formulas and potions, which... ...are powerful tools that can weaken and even dissolve the creatures themselves. Now ooze creatures, my friends... ...do possess some vulnerabilities... ...that you can exploit. One of them being fire. It's an ancient foe to them. It engulfs them in... ...the flames and melts them away into their gelatinous forms. Another being acids which is a potent substance, corroding their structure, reducing them to mere sludge. And surprisingly enough, with the right amount, salt. Just a humble mineral, mineral, easily able to dehydrate and drain their essences.
7: But shouldn't we try to kill it from source? Doesn't it seem to just keep regenerating?
1: Yes, very acute observation, my friend. They do possess a resilience that should not be underestimated at all. They possess a unique quality to replicate and reform themselves, emerging from the very depths of their remains. This relentless tendency can turn into the hardiest adventurers. Changing their triumph to, well, peril, to say the least.
7: So, where do they come from? How do we kill them properly?
1: Well, like I said, any of the methods that I just mentioned. Fire, acid, salt, if you have enough. Of course, there is some magic, more on the elemental side, that's with the right touch and finesse would be able to weaken them as well now that's not to say mere might and force won't stop them but it will create a predicament for you if you do end up doing too much allowing them to split and reform
4: this will seem like an odd question uh, any connections in your study to um youth, youthfulness, people trying to become forever young or go backwards in age or something? Anything to do with this, the oozes?
1: I mean, aside from potentially melting themselves down layer by layer of their skin. I mean, that's just a... Complete theory on my side, hearing this for the first time. No, I have never heard of anyone attempting to utilize the ooze in that fashion.
4: Hmm. All right.
7: I am thinking. <laughs> so, you are saying that there are multiple oozes, yes? They split from each other. Yes. So, do you think there is one? Source of the ooze.
5: Like a dad ooze.
7: Yes, like Big
3: Papa.
1: I'm sure at one point, if you follow the lineage down far enough, they all come from a particular source, but I find that there has been many variations that have come forward throughout the years. I've seen ooze. I've seen giant gelatinous forms. Some circles, some cubes, I've seen strange pudding. At least that's the best I could possibly call it. I would assume given their physiology, they all connect somehow, but whatever that original source was, I believe long gone at this point.
7: Then I am not sure what we can do here. We will waste our time killing all of this ooze. It sounds like it is infinite. If we cannot find source... Sometimes it just helps,
5: helps to let people know how to beat them. You know, fire, acid. We could arm people.
1: Perhaps you could give me a little bit more information on what you've been facing. I might be able to
3: help.
4: Well here's a fun story for you there were some people that sat in bathtubs and then um they just turned into ooze things after there was some there was a spell right somebody whispered a spell or something i feel like that happened hmm. did i make that up in my head i think it didn't the ooze thingy start attacking them no. I don't know. from the water
0: I think it just uh, the yeah, they like tubs turned into it. They didn't turn. I think the ooze just came, but yeah, I wasn't there. Yeah, was so the I don't tubs,
3: know. maybe. Yeah.
4: All right. Yes. Yeah, some people took a bath, and then the oozes came out of the bath, and uh, caused uh, a problem.
1: Interesting. And did the ooze creatures attack one another? No and you did not see it split in any way. Was there any other, uh, how you say, form of markings or damage already done to any of them?
4: Uh, I, uh, no. <laughs> I was going to ask you, the, the DM, thing. if I reckon remember. Is you okay? Does V remember seeing anything like that? No. Okay. No, not at all.
1: Well, and again, just a hypothesis on my part. Ooze are not known for a greater intelligence. If there was, per se, an individual or a source that was able to bind the creatures somehow, force them into servitude, that could be the source that you're looking for. If they did act in unison without any kind of damage being done to them how curious
0: oh Basil. So you're saying that somebody was controlling them possibly
1: again my friend hypothesis on my part but generally ooze creatures do not work in packs or in tandem the only time they would work together in unison like that as if they come from the original source, being split away from one another. This is very different from what I have seen in the past, particularly those within the wild.
7: There were
4: only... Go ahead.
7: Does the person commanding them have to be close to them?
1: No. To be honest, I'm unsure. This is uncharted territory for me at this point as well. I would assume that there must be some kind of mechanism or spell, something that has, for better of a lack of terms, charmed the ooze creatures, forcing them into servitude.
4: See, what was really interesting about this is that there were two... At least two people in the room that I can remember. And one of them was a raging bitch, but then she died. The other one we managed to save. Basil, do you remember where that person said they were going?
1: Well, one moment before you go further. When the, um, hmm, bitch bitch
4: hmm. yes.
1: expired.
4: Yeah. She seemed, yes, she seemed to be the leader. Seemed like she was leading this whole extravaganza before it turned.
1: Was there any change to the, um, how you say, the, uh, the mannerisms of the ooze creatures? Did they stop doing what they were doing? Did they change their motives in any way?
4: No. No, they sort of just came out and started started attacking everyone, including
1: this
4: bitch lady.
1: So (laughs) this woman that you speak of
4: yes
1: (laughs) upon her death there was no change the ooze did not stop what they were doing or turn their attention towards the individual who killed said woman the
4: it was one of the oozes that sliced her in half right killed her yes yeah it wasn't us yes one of the oozes killed her and then they turned their forces on us because we, we fled in to help because it seemed like there was another innocent person there that we were that we wanted uh, to
2: help. Apologies if I'm perhaps maybe speaking out of turn here. But Not at all. It seems like there's a lot of um, emphasis on the fact that these creatures were acting with some sort of mentalism or, or control. From what I remember, they were quite... Um, wild attacking anything that came into proximity um they seemed to have no deliberate means or target more that while we were engaged with them we were always within uh, an attacking vicinity and they did not let up until we fled
1: well i would agree with you dear scholar if i might however if they were in bathtubs and this is the, the curious section of it all. Why would they wait in slumber prior to attacking? If they felt threatened, an ooze would act immediately.
2: As, um, as he says this, Basil sort of starts to ponder, I want to think about the, the, the girl that we saved. Because um, she was the scientist, the researcher who had um, developed this technology. Um, thinking about it very carefully, it wasn't until after the explanation of what the bath was going to be doing that it instigated this. So the women got into the bathtubs, they they had their soak for, you know, like, well, they kind of entered the bathtub more than anything else, um, and they had this big speech before suddenly it snapped. Basil has this kind of look. It's kind of like, almost like color leaving his face as he kind of considers it. We didn't mention it before, but the other who was there—the girl—she was actually Kimberthy. She was supposed to have been the researcher that developed the ooze in the state that it was in. Though at the time, we hadn't seen or heard anything that would resemble a command or a a gesture. But you don't suppose. Well, no, to be fair, but I i mean, she was in as much danger as anyone else, wasn't she?
7: She was quiet like a mouse. She could barely speak.
4: Yes, that lady was quite mean to her.
1: <clears throat> well, like I said, if there was... Ooze do not generally have a language. They don't speak for... Typically, they do not have mm-hmm. mouths. None I've ever seen, at least. It could be by way of telepathy or something along those lines. This mm. individual you speak of, Kimbethy, might have been controlling them without you even knowing.
4: No, that's in, that's that would be why. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you know of this young girl, beyond what you've seen?
4: Nothing, I suppose. Scrump, you worked for family
7: too, in research. Did you know this Kimberly?
5: Uh, They didn't really let me talk to the most people. I mostly just stayed in a big room. Hmm.
3: Well,
1: I can tell you one thing, my friends. I've conversed with many scholars on ooze. Like I said, I've been studying these creatures for the majority of my life. I have never heard of a professor or scholar by that name.
3: You think
7: she is fake? She was planted?
1: I can only tell you what I know.
4: But we, we saved her. Did you? Did she take... Did Was she attacked? Does anyone no. remember? As,
2: as as you say that, Basil's kind of like playing in his mind like every action, because Basil, from the get-go, moved to save Kimberthy, mm-hmm. and remembers the shadow Oksana dodging and moving around. But there were multiple times where he would... Uh, Where Shadow Oksana would leave themselves open. Where Shadow Oksana would move in a way that uh, would put them in danger. But the Ooze never made an attempt against them. No. No, it... it, it, They never did. The Oozes never struck at Kimbethy.
4: Right. Did she say where she's going? I think we need to have a little chat with this Kimbethy.
2: I'm trying to remember the name of the facility she mentioned.
7: The Delirium Institute.
2: That's the one. <laughs> Boom! Frickin' <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I think, mad. I, I, think I, I think all those Disney singings have kind of slowed me down, Oksana. Well done. Yes, no, mm-hmm. it was indeed uh, the institute that we that, that they were at. Um, that could perhaps be the heart of our problem that could be where everything began at the very least
4: I hope for her sake that she wasn't involved yes. or that at least the experiment got away from her or something went wrong
5: sometimes Grump's experiments get away from him and things go wrong I've seen it happen
3: mm.
2: I um I give Scrump the middle finger with a purple hand. Oh, how's that
3: doing,
2: bud? <laughs> yep. We'll talk about that, that one later. Meanwhile you've been a little weird lately. Do you do that out it in really the open like Basil back to normal. With the per- Yeah, I will.
1: Ah. An arcane burn I see. One moment. He re- uh Kethryl reaches down behind the counter and produces what looks like a glass jar with a selve inside of it, and gingerly tosses it towards you, Basil. That should take care of that very quickly for you.
5: And just so oh. we can compare notes, it, you made that by mixing mud with...
1: Uh, no, no, no muds. No, no. It was.
5: Oh, right. Yeah, of course. That was a test. Of course. Uh, to, oh. to
1: do any kind of restorative uh, selve, such as that it's a concoction that's primarily based on a, a few carapace from beetles mostly as i found right. is the most potent uh oh, i i right. typically find yes of <laughs> course uh just a, a a sprinkling of moss ground up in a modern pestle as well mixing it all together and uh, producing a flame yep. underneath filling it with a slight bit of liquid and letting that cook down, simmer down until it is no more than that of a salve. Now, it's important to ensure that you do it closest to midnight. You want as little light on it as possible.
5: Right, right, okay. As much light as possible. Okay, got it. I I mean, good job. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. Are you yourself uh, an I, alchemist?
5: I practice alchemy. My traditional style is to mix shit together and see what happens.
1: Yes. Well then, um, good for you.
5: Oh, well, thank you. If you're hiring or maybe need a no, business partner, no. Uh, okay, I, you know, maybe appreciate the offer,
1: you. but.
2: Uh, you had to make fire look, look, this could be made of umber hulk, dung, uh, umber hulk dung for all I care, it's working a treat. Oh my word. You are truly a miracle worker.
1: Oh, it's nothing, but thank you.
5: you don't go
3: throwing mints
4: around it. for what it's worth, I think what you have created so far is odd, but good.
5: Thanks. Any emotions towards Oxana's axe strapped with fireworks? I think I do pretty good work.
4: Yes, Should odds, said. <laughs> Creative. That's a better word for it, I think.
1: Yes. And, and with such an, a, an accomplished alchemist on your team, um, I don't believe you would need this, but if you will require any additional potions or salves yes. such as that, I'd be happy to sell you some
7: it depends on what we want to do with this ooze do you guys think the illyrium institute is down here i think we would know if it's in the city or not right dave it is in city but they must they are studying this ooze they are using this ooze it only comes from sewers yes this is source of ooze I
5: think you might be right, but didn't they say the route to the Top World was cut off?
7: Well, we are from Top World.
0: Somehow we've made it down, Hitter.
5: Uh, Who the knows ball.
0: if they've had access this entire time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: I would like to get to this Kimberly person as soon as possible. I have many questions for her.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, do you have any sort of potion that maybe I could coat my, uh, V will uh, draw her rapier, uh, coat my rapier in uh, that maybe would light it on fire so that I could fight these things a little better?
1: I believe uh, I I do have a few vials of of oil uh, that you might coat it with, but um, I do have something that might be of a little bit more use in your circumstances. He reaches down once again behind the counter and produces five vials, spreading them out on the table. You see that a very, very dark and bubbling, more, mostly opaque liquid inside of it. This, my friend, is a very, very concentrated acid and is, is particularly effective against the ooze creatures. Each vial being able to distribute a fair portion of damage towards the creatures without the potential of them splitting. Now, thrown at them, obviously in the concentrated form, would be the best form of attack. However, there has been individuals I've known that have been able to coat some of their weaponry with it. Now, the one issue with that is, is if you do coat your weaponry, if it is not magical in nature you run the gambit of potentially damaging your weapons. Now, there is a powder that goes along with it that would be able to neutralize the acidic properties of it if you apply it directly after you're finished, if you will.
4: Hmm. And how much for, for that stuff?
1: A vial I typically sell for in the range of about... 10 to 15 gold pieces. Um, For all five, I'm sure we can work out a a deal in regards to that. Uh, The powder itself, a little bit more difficult to procure and create. Uh, It does have five uses to it, but it typically goes for the lowest I could possibly do is 30 gold.
4: All right. Well... How is everyone feeling? Does anyone need some of this? I feel like I have nothing that will work. So, uh...
6: Um, how, many, how many weapon can you coat with one potion? Just one? Looking is it, is it one vial? For...
1: Looking at the vials, they're relatively small. No more than maybe two inches at max. It looks like it's only a single use. Okay.
7: Okay. Well, before we do this, shouldn't we decide course of action? Is there a point in fighting these things down here? It seems our real battle is with
4: those who are using it.
6: Yeah, but What sure. if they summon them to fight for them?
4: Yes, I- I'm that concerned that we will run into these things down here. And I don't want yeah. to repeat what happened to Greymore.
5: Who's Greymore?
4: Oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
7: oh, no. He, he was a friend. Very brave warrior and truest of friends, Scrump.
5: He sounds really big and strong. He was. Like, really huge. Was he all jacked up? He, like, yeah. Swole? yeah, I knew In it. In
6: his own way. Ten feet tall,
5: at least. I knew it. I knew you guys would have a tough one.
4: I think you and him would have gotten along quite well. Yes. It is a uh, shame that you cannot
7: meet him.
5: Well, you know, uh, Scrump would have, you, you would have liked about the 17 people that I had as previous party members, too.
4: 17? <laughs> Were they all turned into blueberry muffins. Uh, no, only
5: three
2: at them.
3: Okay.
2: I feel like the more I learn about scrump, the more my migraine spreads.
1: I might have something for that as well, if you need it.
2: <laughs> no, no, apparently the others are very attached to him, so I need to keep him around. Um, so... I right? just, um... So as we... So as we... <laughs> so as we, uh, so we, we've decided that... You know, we should probably at least do something to measure the amount of oozes that are down here, perhaps while searching for um and gesturing at Oksana, the um other individual. Um and then perhaps once we've thinned their numbers, making our way to the Daryllium Institute and trying to beat this at its source.
7: Okay, so we will take some potions then. Can I coat my axe on it or with it? (laughs) Uh, I think
5: technically it's magical now. Yes,
4: it's true. We need a lot of money first. I have eight gold. Okay. (laughs) Yes, we know. Yes.
7: At least I think I do.
5: Do you have any salt? (laughs) You mentioned that salt could work.
1: Uh, I, I do have some salt in the back. I am um, would be happy to, to sell you some. But again, you would need a very, very large quantity.
5: Not enough
2: salt. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, it might be quite... So, Dave, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Um. So my big bad wolf form, uh, my sliver is acidic for my my attacks and stuff like that. Could I repurpose that to use my saliva to anoint weapons in the same way? Or would I would it not be able to use that?
1: Uh, the, the issue is is that the the acidic saliva is a very watered down version of acid. Mm. so it yep. it wouldn't really have the same level of ex- effect as a very like this is a what he's put on the table is a very very concentrated mm. acid
2: right so as soon as I take it out of my you know mouth it'd be like not as effic- not as effective because it's been watered down right okay um <gasps> there's a cat <laughs> Sorry, yep <I> All right. Um, look, I think. Well, beside, okay. For first of all, who needs uh, to be weaponized against this? I am. I have some capabilities to to fight against the the oozes with what I have on hand already. Does anyone else?
4: So, I am well equipped to provide you all with inspiration through my musical and verbal talents. So good. <laughs> Thank you, Scrump. The um, best but-
2: music I've ever
4: s- heard. <gasps> we- thank you. That is very kind of you. I don't I get the feeling that not everyone here fully appreciates my artistic capabilities. So remind
5: Scrump it Back Home in the Goblin Camps. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll really? Never
5: the <laughs>
4: <laughs> We'll have to talk more of that and what that was like. And if you have other friends that play um musical instruments. You'd be a big head back home. <gasps> I'll have to come sometime. I forgot. Oh, yes, this is what I was saying. I was saying that if I wanted to actually do damage, I have nothing except my rapier and my spells don't really cover the things that would hurt it. So, me.
5: I can contribute. I got a bunch of stuff in here. Acid, fire.
4: Well, what... (laughs)
5: Check
2: in. Okay. <laughs>
5: Specifically,
4: fire,
2: acid, salt—you know the things that we we've just spent the last you know half an hour talking about. Does anyone else have these? I presume no. Then
0: no. Okay. I then assume that is going to be people that use weapons that have don't use magic to attack would need something to apply.
4: Oh, so, so that's myself,
0: you. V, and
4: and Tristan, Tristan, Tristan has v
0: that fight. I don't know. Is it is your like magic like a, or is yeah. it like solid when you salt? Oh, it's it's. So I, I envision hold it like like. Hold special. on a second. <laughs> I always <laughs> imagine it like spectral because it reaches out. I've
6: only i apply anything to it. Oh. Um. All to right, to well...
1: your scythe, you wouldn't be able to apply anything to it. It is a. <laughs> it, it's more or less kind of like a spiritual weapon.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: that's kind of how I. Be. That's why yeah. I didn't. Okay. Oh, uh, well, I I do have another idea. I mean, this might be a bit of a stretch, but you said that um, you're uh, you're quite pro- proficient and familiar with oozes and the like. Um, are there any perhaps acidic oozes that we may employ the uses of in order to fight against these things? If we have, for example, a ooze that can attack freely and do that sort of stuff, it might be you know a good counterbalance
1: well, strangely enough there are some rare ooze creatures that are very very acidic so much so that even attacking them with a weapon might cause damage to the weapon itself
2: i mean if we could coax a few of these to help us in the
0: fight
4: what bezel what are you suggesting what? that we go and fight one of the things that we are trying to figure out how to defeat or that we try and control an ooze ourselves? Uh
2: the second one. Yes, that, that there are you, other oozes besides the one ooze. Uh, well, they're simple creatures, I imagine. They they follow food, they follow da- they, they attack danger, I mean
4: What I don't how would you how would you start with what how would you even begin to th- to control an ooze? What, what, what? <laughs> How would you even begin? You didn't even see Kimpathy doing anything. It seems like what, it seems like there should be a spell or something that would control these oozes rather than hanging a piece of meat and saying, come follow us.
5: Maybe we can find one, cut a piece off, or, and, and experiment with it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why, <Well,
3: laughs> it's a good so idea. Much-
4: I would like to know. Look, how I mean, much it was just—it it, it was while, just. Please. <laughs>
2: yeah, look, it was just an idea. I'm sorry that I tried to save us a little bit of money, but you know.
4: Basil, listen. I appreciate how creative your idea is, but what if it goes wrong? Then we have nothing to defend ourselves, and now we have an ooze that is hyper acidic, attacking us. That our weapons will be damaged from. That sounds uh, but- like we're putting ourselves in a very dangerous situation.
2: Well, that's also very true, but also to, you know, the other end of things is that uh, last I checked, we're not getting paid to do any of this stuff. And by the end of it, we won't have food and rent.
4: What is what is up with you? Look,
2: I have recently lost my entire inheritance and have been kicked out to the curb by my mother. So I've had to worry about things that I haven't had to worry about before.
4: Listen, Basil, I have you, I Basil. have
2: three silver to my name. Trust, this is the fun first
1: baby. Have an attack for yeah. tantrum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You've all seen my house. I'm not accustomed to this. Steph has a closet back home he doesn't use. You can have it. I'm too
7: entitled
2: for this life.
1: Seriously? <laughs> <laughs>
3: someone
7: think of the children. <laughs> Sana will just watch the conversation between V and Basil and then she'll look back at the shopkeeper and she'll say I have eight gold. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I
1: What? Typically I wouldn't do this but I do recognize you are in dire straits. I'll tell you what. I will sell you each one of these aisles vials for no more than eight gold. I will include the necessary powder as well. If you could bring me back a sample of the ooze that seems to be controlled.
5: was gonna get one anyway. You want one, do? We got you.
0: <laughs> you have a container that we can use to bring uh, I the sample back.
1: Be able to supply one? Yes.
4: Great, you have a deal. Awesome. V will hand over eight gold for her vial. I'll okay. Hand over
3: and eight the
1: also. powder. Okay. He uh puts the powder on the table. You can definitely see through the the overall size. There's roughly about five uses within there. Uh, V, you can go ahead and add a concentrated vial of acid as well as Oxana. Uh, and then in terms of the mechanics out of game for that... Uh, where the hell did I put that? So, if you uh, throw the acid against the ooze... The, the vials themselves do 2D, 2d6 damage on their own. Against the ooze themselves, it would be double, doubled based on what you're hearing. So, 4d6 or if you throw it at it. Uh, if you do pour it on, or it on your weapons. It's an additional two d d six acid damage if the blade or the weapon is coated. Additional two d six. Correct.
4: So eight. Whatever, no. whatever six your D6? weapon,
1: whatever weapon your or oh. whatever damage your weapon does, you can include an additional two d six. Got it. Sorry,
4: sorry, sorry. sorry you if you throw it
1: directly at it or splash it directly with the concentrated acid, it's four d six.
4: Gotcha.
3: Yeah,
6: we wanted to coat the vial with another liquid <laughs> and throw the vial to Domashev. Alrighty. Um, shopkeeper. Yes. I have this vial. Would you be interested in it? And I show him the vial I have with the silver liquid in it. <laughs> isn't blood.
3: that Isn't that my <laughs> blood?
6: <laughs>
1: He picks up the <laughs> violin and inspects it. What exactly is it?
4: Tristan likes blood. to carry around parts of me. He seems to be slightly <laughs> obsessed with me, which I'm all right with. I don't. I don't mind it.
1: Sorry, you said blood. <laughs> the blood of what?
4: Oh, Tristan, why don't you explain?
6: Uh, I don't. Exactly recall
4: how that happened.
6: We were <laughs> attacked by void fires, pyre, wasn't it? And you bled, and your blood was silver. How? Not sure.
4: We were in the, we were in the astral in plane, the, and yeah. it was weird, and I was bleeding silver. Everyone there apparently bleeds silver when you're there, I guess.
1: Interesting. Astral blood. He looks you over, V, and from the wounds that you've uh, you've taken, obviously a few scrapes and scratches that have have cut you open, clearly showing signs of of red.
3: Mm.
1: I mean, if you're willing to trade, I'm not sure what properties this would have, but I'd be very interested in exploring and testing with it. I would be more than happy to offer a vial for vial.
6: Okay, sounds good to me.
1: Very good. He stows it into his little leather satchel.
6: So, who who needs a vial? (laughs) Securious, you didn't get one?
0: Uh, Not yet. I was going to purchase myself. (laughs) I have a gold for my own.
4: No, it's a free one. He doesn't want your blood money.
3: (laughs) 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 It's
0: not my blood, it's (laughs) yours. We'll keep yours as a backup, just in case. Okay. But Sicarius will purchase oh, for eight gold.
1: Okay. You have the acids. Remove eight gold from your inventory.
5: How much for healing potions?
1: Healing potions, you say? Uh, I I do not have a wide variety on stock. Just your typical everyday healing potions. Uh, I do have about 10 of those in stock right now that I can offer. Uh, I, I typically sell those for in and around 30 to 40 gold pieces.
5: Each? Yes. Oh, man. Scrumpy seems like, <laughs> picking through his hand. He's got 10 gold, but he's like, 21, uh, 14. Ah, never mind.
4: i definitely can't afford one of those so did, did we have we somebody has one right we have one has a healing potion yeah
5: i gave away one last episode gave one to you. yeah
7: you
4: drank it though she drank it
7: mm-hmm. who yeah.
4: me oh i drank it yeah. that's right Fuck. Um,
7: well i thought that we had some too i'll i'll go into my mind palace in this reality <laughs> Fuck.
5: Do you know if there's any places around here that maybe has some beds?
1: Uh, Yes, uh, of course I do. At this moment, uh, Wagons speaks up. I was actually about to say, um, perhaps it best if we get a little bit of a rest, per se. The trek ahead is relatively long and dangerous, and some of you, he looks over to V in particular. Look a little worse for wear. There is a nearby inn and tavern to rest and recuperate, and I would be remorse to not urge you to take the time to heal a bit before our journey begins. Plus, I can give you more information on the road ahead.
4: Look, I typically look a lot better than this, all right? There's a lot of stuff happening.
5: You still got poop on your shoe. We
4: <laughs> will be really grossed out and try and uh, sc- like scrape her shoe clean. <laughs> Inside the shop. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right.
5: Well,
1: is there anything else I can help you with?
3: Yes. You're like
5: hiring or need someone to help out. Now go ahead, Exana, you
3: go ahead. <laughs> um,
7: I am wondering if you know somebody in the Underdark who has a son named Siv or Sivil. He looks like little babbit, big <laughs> white ears, <laughs> white fur mm-hmm. with pink nose. Very
1: small, very cute. Well, the term "babbit" I've never heard before. It sounds like you are—you are trying to describe a, a nectar.
7: What? what did you say? A nectar.
1: A nectar. Oh my God. What is that? They are small creatures that reside within the underdog. They have. A white fur, some grey, some lighter brown, very small. Um, kind of look like uh, a living humanoid rabbit, mixed with a little bit of a bat. Babbit I understand where you get it now. Yes, these. But for your information, they are called nectars. Where, uh, where
7: can I find these creatures?
1: They are relatively rare to find. They like to stay hidden. But I believe that there is a tribe not too far from here. Maybe a day or two travel?
4: A whole tribe.
1: Wow. Unfortunately, I don't know of one in particular named Siv, I believe, was the name that you said. Uh, But I would bet that that would be your best option. They are relatively recluse and like to stay to themselves.
7: Hmm. Yes, I am sure that I have some experience with them.
1: I wish you the best of luck then. Uh, actually, they are in
7: the uh, same direction as these ooze, or different, different direction?
1: Well, I do know that the, the tribe that you speak of, I've visited myself once before while doing my research, out in the field, of course. Uh, the ooze, I'm not sure which you're speaking of. There's, there's many ooze that can be found down in the Underdark immediately wagon perks up yes yes it is to the north where we're having that problem as well
4: There's a lot of things lining up right now that's great
1: what good fortune you all have
7: <laughs> okay Sure, look at the group we will go to this tribe Yes. Thank you.
1: Well, dear friends, if there's no other business that I can attend to, I do wish you the best of luck on your travels. And just remember, knowledge is your greatest ally when it comes to dealing with some of these creatures. Study their patterns, exploit their vulnerabilities, and be vigilant in the face of their... Resilience in their reformations. Approach with caution and do not falter in your pursuit. I feel with the right strategy and the power of alchemy on your hands, you shall emerge victorious.
4: Oh God, is this a puzzle battle? Fuck, I know. I was just thinking, like, do I need to write this (laughs) down? Guys, we're so (laughs) fucked. So a, a puzzle fun. battle. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely how we all tpk for sure. Yeah. I would never put
1: you guys in a puzzle battle. You'd die immediately.
3: It <laughs> yeah,
5: would, would take eight drawn-out turns.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Most of the turns would you guys just be you guys looking at each other.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I am very I need I need a, a break. Um so maybe we could go find somewhere to rest before we head out.
7: I spent all my money, so I hope it is for free.
4: I still have... I have two gold. That's how far I can get us.
0: I have seven left.
4: I have
5: 24. And there's 10.
4: (laughs) You and Oksana have a lot in common. Oh no,
2: we're all broke and can't afford accommodation. Who could have predicted
4: that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Calm yourself down, Basil. Obviously we're going (laughs) to have to share some rooms.
7: I liked you better when you were singing, Basil.
0: (laughs) When did that let off? You are a much
7: better musician than (laughs) V.
3: Oh, it just looks so hurt. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) The shade. The shade of it all.
5: Oksana drinks out of that honesty potion.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Oksana is an honesty potion.
1: (laughs) Well, my friends, shall we head over to Grimbold's Tavern then? Very good. Follow this way. Thank you so much for your time, as always, Kethril. Kethril nods towards him. As you all leave the shop proper, and begin to make your way through the town once more, heading closer to what you can see is a relatively large establishment. You can see a number of individuals standing directly on the porch, not more than... 50 to 75 yards away from you. And as you continue forward, being led by wagons, Tristan, you begin to notice out of the corner of your eye what look like little purple specks of light. Like when you hold your breath for a little too long. And just out the corner of your eyes, twinkles and sparkles of this purplish-blue light. The lights seem to grow in your vision, blocking out the rest of the world. As a vision begins to overtake your senses. And that, my friends, is where we're going to take a short rest for the evening.
4: Damn it, Dave, we don't have time for this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh as always, we are going to take just a short bio break. Uh DM Dice Daddy Dave, whatever the hell you guys call me these days, um uh, needs to go use El Bano for the uh the the Johns that are calling towards me right now. Uh but huge, huge thank you for the donations that have come through so far, guys. The uh, anonymous gifter, as well as uh, I, I think it was Blink who dropped it, and then another, yes. anon- another one on top of that. Uh, guys, we're at eleven hundred so far.
3: Oh my God,
1: we that we have cracked crap. the one k mark, and ho boy, ho how wow! Um, now I'm just going to I'm just going to have to give you some of the gifts that uh, some of the rewards for the um, uh, for the gamer Dave. I think I'll probably. I might do the the hot wings challenge. Uh, I'll give them that one, and potentially Raina does my makeup. That's is going to be a thing that happens on uh, you know, on Friday night.
4: You know, Dave came to me and he said, "I might need your help for the stream on Friday." And I was like, "Oh, that's now it's all becoming more clear what's happening."
5: Yeah, yeah, we
1: got uh, we we got a couple more uh, stretch goals, if you want to call them that, uh, to uh, to throw me off from my nine-hour pursuit. But with that said, as always, we do take uh, some questions down in chat at our break time. If you have any questions about myself, the universe, life, or anything inside of it, the players, the campaign, anything at all, go ahead and drop those down over the course of the break and uh, and we will address them as soon as we get back. But uh, guys, go get your, your apple juices, go get your orange juices, go get your slime juices... And stick around because we'll be right back. Love you, faces. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, everybody's disappearing on me for a second, and they're back. Fantastic. Uh, all right, as always, we did get a couple questions on uh, on our little little bit of a break. Uh, first being, is Hey, is Dag so cute? A valid question. Uh, I would say it's a valid question, but let's find out more about that, uh, gamer girl. Hey, this stream has been brought to you by Rowdy, by the way. Um, Dag, why are you so cute?
5: Uh,
6: boss.
1: <clears throat> All right, fair enough. Uh, moving on, <laughs> question for Dave. What was the spelling of Grimor's species name? Uh, give me a second, and I will look that up. Uh, N-E-C-T-Y-A-R. N-E-C-T-Y-A-R Nectar uh, But the real question is why doesn't a stroke make Dead a Gamer want to sing all the time? Blink That's the same thing I ask all the time Like why <laughs> Dag just doesn't ha- sing as much as humanly possible
2: Because I need much more alcohol in my system uh, before I will start singing publicly
1: Alright, so I know Sorry. what I'm doing I know what my mission is at Gen Con now guys I know exactly <laughs> what my mission is. Without assignment completely understood, challenge accepted. A uh, question for Tristan Is selling body parts a regular thing or was this a first? I'm assuming he's re- uh, referring to the blood.
6: Uh, this one was a first, but I mean, seems to be luc- lucrative. I can make money out of it. Those people sleep, I never. Jesus
3: Christ,
1: Swiss. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Moving on. Question for Scrump. That chicken in the bag with the acid and fire wasn't Nugget, was it?
5: Um, Nugget has his own little compartment at the bottom. <laughs> totally organized, totally kept away from anything hazardous. Uh, Scrump right. is a pinnacle of organization. Yeah,
1: we it's a it's a it's a travel bag for Nugget at the bottom.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fine. I mean the acid. You was know, there. chicken wire doesn't stop fire, right? Uh we'll have to experiment. <laughs>
1: Says you. Uh question for Dave, how long were you holding it? Like physically or I you know what, let's move past that one. Uh question for Basil. If you can't afford rent, will you go and find Justina for a place to crash? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Look, I think me and Justina have come away from our relationship on good terms. I think I'm I unless I was really desperate, I wouldn't want to push those boundaries. I really appreciate her as a friend. She's been very supportive of like, you know, Basil and his journey. Um, but she's also a very bad influence and I don't want to end up in jail. So
4: I mean, also you ghosted her, so
2: I didn't ghost her. She got arrested. That's indifference.
1: It's true. It's true. <laughs> oh. Baby, baby's it mama once. needs to go to court now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: uh, question for Dave. How many more major companies are you going to anger? Oh, wait till Friday. Um, hmm, like I said, we'll, we'll see how far I can push this. And... Many. All of them is the right answer to that question. Uh, uh, I did ask if this was the last week to buy class uh, for Bobby to uh, please confirm. Yes. So uh, we are going to wrap that up as of I think sir, probably Friday. I don't... Sunday... The Sunday stream is in question right now so I think that the, the official is going to be Friday. Uh, we, if we go longer than that, then, or if we do stream on Sunday, then that will be the last day. But assume that as of right now, Friday is the last. Uh, yes, Eli did ghost his wife. Jesus Christ. Literally was like, Hey, take this dagger. Don't die. And then summoned her dagger back. Fantastic. Well done. Eli. Um, good husband. Good husband. Okay, and it looks like that is the bottom of the question. So let's continue I with do tonight. I have one more, Dave. Oh, I do there is one more? What did I miss?
5: Questions it's one one for me personally. Question slash oh, request for Gamer Dave stream on Friday. Are we gonna get a cheese sampler?
1: Uh well, I mean, we are doing we are doing the Hot Wings challenge, where right. none of the hot sauce are less than a million Scoville units.
5: So you might need some cheese to balance out the power.
1: I might need some cheese. There will be copious amounts of Red Bill, as there usually is. There will be fire whiskey. Uh, okay. Probably vodka. Um, I can add cheese to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. We can I mean, we can do a sampler. Yeah.
5: It'll settle the stomach, if anything.
1: You know what? We'll make that one of our stretch goals.
5: Okay. Cheese sampler. Cheese sampler. Flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Little hops and dragons throwback. Well,
1: yeah. We'll just do it like that. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Dave hates his stomach. It's true. It's true. No, to be honest, I do this for Bobby. This is literally the only reason. I know how much... It, guys, if you haven't thought that I haven't thought of what kind of hell I'm going to face on Saturday, that's why I'm questioning whether or not Sunday is going to be a stream or not. Because it is going... Everything is going to burn. Everything is going to burn. But I do it for Bobby. I... Oh, by the way, this is the first time Rain is hearing about a lot of these things that I have planned. So there's, there's also that. <laughs> did I switch you guys back over? I think I mean? did. Hang on, let me check something. Can you get?
4: Careful, can't platinum.
1: You guys can hear them, right? You guys say something.
4: Hello. Can okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Us? yeah you they, can, I can, they can hear you. They can hear you. Okay. Okay. Um.
1: Okay. With that said, we'll go ahead and jump back into tonight's episode. Tristan As the vision consumes you for a moment, you find yourself in a dark atmosphere. Hold on. You find yourself in a dark atmosphere. As you begin to look around, it's difficult to see and... ...confirm exactly what it is you're around, as the mist seems to pick up... ...off the ground. So thick. Difficult to see through. You begin to intuitively walk forward. And as you do, some of the mist dissipates in front of you, clearing your line of view. You begin to take note of the rounded stone tombstones. Off in the distance, you hear the call of a crow perched on an otherwise withered and dying tree continuing forwards out of sheer will you see what looks like a small mausoleum or tomb directly in front of you strange sigils you've never seen before of pink or of purples and of blues. The mausoleum feels somehow familiar to you. And while impossible to be where it is, you recognize this as the tomb you awoke in. Stopping and looking around for a moment. Your companions all seem to be gone. And as you turn around, you do see the tiniest pip of light off in the distance. As you connect with this light, you can feel it calling it back to you. Or calling you back. And so you look to your right to the lights. You look left to the mausoleum. What would you like to do?
6: So I'm right beside the, the tomb and far from the light, right? Correct. I will look at the light. Summon my weapon. And walk towards the, the tomb. Okay.
1: I'm going to ask everybody to remove their headphones. Other than Swiss.
3: No! <laughs>
1: I'll motion towards my ears when you can put them back on. Okay. Jess, I know you have wireless headphones, so I'm telling you right now to take them off, please. Tristan as you make your way towards the mausoleum again that familiarity grows and grows as you close in on the door itself a large stone store door stands in front of you however as you gain within five feet I'm sorry. Uh, thank you, Blink, for the $1,800 donation. Unbelievable! Thank you so much. Unbelievable! Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't thank you enough. Let's. Uh, uh, can we get some hearts and chats for? For Blink, please, and thank you. Sorry, Swiss, I just, that's... Yeah,
6: no worries.
1: That's <laughs> I'm like, what? absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hearts and chats, please, for Blink. Thank you. Thank
6: you, Blink.
7: Whew.
1: As the door swing, begins to swing open widely. As you gain closer and closer. the light seems to slowly pierce through the veil of darkness. And within it, you see a figure. Difficult to make out any of their facial features, as they seem to be wearing a dark black cloak. All around them, you can see ruins now picking up Lighting up, more purples and blues. Strangely enough, though, looking at the figure in front of you, their eyes seem to be glowing a slight green. Welcome, my acolytes.
6: I will, I will bow. Thank you for receiving me.
1: I figured it was time that you and I had a chat. As you grow, grow, grow closer and closer to the individual, you watch the individual at first standing roughly 10 feet tall, very wiry and thin. However, as you grow closer and closer, the light begins to brighten all around you. The individual steps down from the tombs or sorry, the sarcophagus to which he stands on. And in that motion begins to grow smaller and smaller. to about the size of a halfling. I have called you here and brought you back for one particular reason. Death seems to be drawing on all of us. It calls out more and more. And I search for a champion to stop becoming rage.
6: The rage? What what is coming to us?
1: There are works at play beyond what you could possibly dream of. Even so, myself, as well as some of the others, can't truly see beyond it.
6: How can I be of assistance? How can I help?
1: We put forth a quest to you and your friends. You in particular have been brought forth from knowledge of days past. The moments, the destruction that took you from this mortal plane. What do you remember of
3: it? Just
6: going around doing my own business. I felt the shock before I heard I heard it. Deafening. Thrown thrown away. Just looking around and just a black darkness. Engulf me, just chaos and nothing. And then I woke up again here later, a long
3: time.
1: And that's where I believe you're wrong. Something has stopped your memory. I believe you saw what it was that caused the destruction in the first place.
3: The, the Think vein back. is still here. I cannot see it.
1: Think back. Try and remember. There was a figure. A figure in the sky. Do you remember?
6: I'm not sure I I remember a black figure but I don't I don't know if time is so all together that I don't remember what comes first and what is afterwards it's all meddled together
1: I understand a condition of death at times makes one forgets the lives they once lived. There was a figure I I that was... day. Yes. They held in... something in their hands.
6: I remember someone holding something, but that, that that was when I came back. There wasn't there was an explosion as well. It's not the same thing, or is it, is it just relieving it?
1: Perhaps. The mortal's mind works in mysterious ways. I barely remember the life I once lived.
6: Is this to happen one more time?
1: Yes much greater devastation than what we had seen before. I have talked to one of the entities similar to myself. I can't remember her name while she was in the mortal plane, but I know her as Infinity. She is the keeper of time within this realm. A friend once long ago. She sees an object in the individual's hands. A book. A scroll. A tome. But that is all she can see as it's blocked to us. I don't know why. but we are unable to see that moment.
6: I have been holding a tone for for a while while my friends here were trapped inside of it into another realm a realm of nightmares. Is this book similar?
1: Possibly. It sounds familiar. If a book or tome of that nature can do that amount of damage, who knows what can come?
6: Do we know... know? how much time we have in front of us.
1: A harvest approaches. I fear in more ways than one. Souls call to me. They will be reaped soon in massive quantity. If you can't remember or find what happened to that home.
3: This is old.
6: The veil is too thick. I do not recall what happened when I was sleeping. I don't remember seeing one, not now, but I can try to to meditate to, to get in a trance and dream about it every night until I find it again.
1: Whatever it is you do, you must find these artifacts.
6: How, how many am I looking for?
1: From my knowledge, there are five. Five.
6: Tomb, scrolls, or books. Five of them.
1: If you need to call on me again, There is an easier way. You watch as the small figure reaches into his robes and produces two ethereal daggers. Perfect twins of one another. And reaches out and hands one of them to you. I will grab it this is your connection to me summon the dagger when you need and I will bring you back here
6: looking at the dagger thank you I will do my best to find the the answers we're looking for
1: I urge you one last thing, Tristan. You come close to a place where our connection seems to dissipate, to weaken. While you are in this place, I will continue to fight our, or our bond. But I urge you caution. The closer you get to this source, the less bond I have with you.
6: Understood. We won't stay any longer that we need to.
1: A wise decision.
6: I will put the dagger in in my belt. What should I call you?
1: As you push, put the dagger away. He looks back up towards you. I've known, been known by many names in this life. a Reaper. Death. But there was a time I was called another name when I was similar to you. A name friends knew me by. For you, call me Eli.
6: I will. Thank you, Eli. I hope your trust in me will not be for naught. Good luck, Tristan.
1: Our packed stays in Tau. But be careful. For some places even death cannot go.
6: Very well. I will be careful. I will give you more information as soon as I can.
1: You watch as the figure nods his head slightly before seemingly floating back, immersing itself in the mists. A moment passes before the figure vanishes as you now stand alone within the mausoleum.
6: We breathe deeply and turn around. And walk out of the of the tomb. See if I can find the light again.
1: Okay. Turning back, leaving the tomb, you hear the scraping of the stones on the ground as they close behind you. You continue to walk forward towards the lights. And as you do, they grow larger and larger. As you look beyond the lights... You can see as if time frozen in place and as you pass through the lights time seems to pick up once more so once again you find yourself walking with your companions towards the tavern
7: What'd you guys talk about?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, guys. Oh, hey, guys. Welcome back. I forgot you guys were there for a minute. No big deal. Nothing <laughs> happened. So everything's fine.
5: We were all still blown away by Blink Dog.
3: Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Threw me off entirely. I had whole thing planned yeah. and then just swoop, <laughs> right out the window. Right out the window.
4: Yeah. Holy moly. That is wild. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh I did see uh Bobby's redeem as well. Uh very kind of you to do that, sir. I am abs- I, I'm actually going to say right away uh that I'm going to leave that for next session and do something special with that. So I don't want to rush the character because of his his wonderful jet gen- or her wonderful generosity. Uh so Blink, if you're still here, I'll do something special for you next episode. As you all continue to walk down the path, Scrump kind of swaying back and forth, thinking a little bit more about the alchemist and the many things that you could possibly learn from him. You seem to bump into Oxana for a moment. And as you do, you hear the clink of three vials. Tink, tink, tink.
3: Fall out of your bag.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Corp looks to Oxana and he goes, Did you steal those? Nice! And he quickly picks them up.
1: <laughs> Looking at each one of them, very strange concoctions that you do or don't remember. Hard to tell.
5: When he was in his most creative and, again, just threw a bunch of shit together. We'll see what
7: happens. <laughs> Are <laughs> we... What are those?
3: <laughs> I can't you want, are we? Yeah, no.
5: Oh, you mean these? And he holds up the three very curious liquids to Oksana. He goes, well, it's clear. One of them is to grow hair. The other one's to not grow hair. And I think this one, I
7: don't know what this one does. The one that does, he doesn't know what it does. What color is it? What does it look like?
1: I don't know, scrump, what does it look like?
7: It's like a weird like like kind
5: of got like glitter in it. And he kind of shakes it up and you see like a swirl of like purple and silver glitter swirling around.
3: Hmm.
7: Basil! <laughs>
3: <laughs>
7: yes. Oh wait, he hasn't seen the episodes. Last time I made you drink the potion. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's why you're singing as a president. Well, yeah.
2: well I suppose given that uh, given that there's a president that's been sent, it'd be very weird for me to suddenly refuse you for no apparent and <laughs> evident reason.
3: <laughs> <laughs> good man, good man.
2: Alright uh, Well we'll give it here, come on, hurry up. Just Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll now we certain we we're, we're, we're certain Scrump didn't make this, right? Uh oh. We're well, certain Scrump didn't make this, right? I don't
7: know. <laughs> he says louder. We are not sure. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Anyway. Oh,
3: he
1: did he drink it?
0: Yes, yeah, he drank yeah, it. Oh
1: boy. Okay.
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> I can't believe he did. Scrump, that go like ahead that. and roll a yeah, D100 my... for me. All right, we're
5: rolling,
2: Dave. Let's see what we get here. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it taste like coconut? We got a ninety-three. Ninety-three.
1: Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh roll again. We already did that one.
5: I feel like we that was I sounds familiar. Was that yeah. the Disney Princess one? No, that was the can't lie. double Disney princess. Can't lie. Yeah, okay. That's the oh can't oh lie. wow, Basil and B can't lie. That yeah, no, oh, that God. would destroy everything. <laughs> 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 We
1: got sixty-four. Sixty four. <laughs> a basil, as you suck down the potion. Oh, no. A moment passes with no change. But as you feel it a done. kind of bubble inside of your stomach, you begin to feel all these emotions
5: oh no oh no, oh, no. emotions oh.
1: you think about <laughs> how you no longer have your trust fund how
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: mommy has disavowed you and you can't mommy. help but begin to tear up the rest of you watch as Basil just immediately starts to leak out of his face, would be the equivalent. <laughs> the ugliest cry you could possibly think of. Basil, for the uh, for the next two hours, oh, you cannot stop crying. Sad. No. In sadness. <laughs> and your, your movement speed is now halved. For not being oh, able to man. see through the tears.
0: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not sharing <laughs> the room with him. Chazil, <laughs>
3: come.
7: What's the matter?
0: To I, just, I used to have so much. Money, I don't money. I
3: might have to sleep on the floor like a barbarian. Basil, <laughs> think
7: on bright side. Yes, you might have no money, but now you have friends. Come on, I look, clean up.
2: I look over at Scrump.
7: <laughs> oh,
3: oh, Basil. Oksana will pick him up like
7: a baby, and she'll kind of like cradle him, and she'll walk with him as he cries.
3: Oh my god! <laughs> I will, I,
2: I, I will nestle in the tangled briar of uh, Oksana's hair and just stop. And <laughs> you know that I. I just, I had so many opportunities
3: to, to do something, but I didn't! And now and okay. now Green was gone! Okay, okay. I know, and, my I and I might have really? And I might have saved the bitch that killed him! He's taking out it. a
5: notebook and he's like, purple squirrels. <laughs> therapy potion. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Basil I'll go ahead and uh, and award you inspiration for that wonderful Definitely. performance, my friend. Oh
3: God. Fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> Wagons now looking back to the rest of you giving an odd look towards Basil. <gasps> Is he going to be all right?
0: We never know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, onwards to Grimbolts then. As you continue <laughs> forward, making your way to the, the relatively large building, seemingly one of the largest within the town that you've seen thus far. As you walk into the interior, you hear the familiar sounds of clanking glasses, arguments, laughing, and a little bit of music off to the corner. You also see... A number of tables, all filled with less-than-reputable individuals, from what you can see. Many of them staring you down, stopping their mid-conversation as you walk by. You see, just off to your right-hand side, there seems to be a bit of a raised floor, where a fair amount of other tables seem to reside. More of the insightly characters. And as you continue walk, you pass by a staircase leading to your left-hand side, leading up to what you would assume to be the rooms. Directly in front of you, you now stop in front of a large enough table that all seems empty. Seven chairs laid out in front. And just to your left-hand side, a large bar rail with more individuals sitting, and a... Interesting-looking character behind the bar. I don't think any of you have actually seen this race of individual before. Very similar to that of dwarves. A little bit larger in height. And this one, particularly hulking. That and his skin to be very gray. Almost the same as stone. A wagon stops you at the table. By all means, my friends, have a seat. I'll ensure drinks and food are brought to a table. As he makes his way over to the bar rail. As you watch him, he begins to discuss something with the bartender. Both of them kind of looking back towards you. You watch as the bartender nods his head. And Wagons then makes his back to the table proper. Not to worry, my friends. I have taken care of all for you. As your humble guide, of course, consider uh, me more of a hmm, liaison to Buzzkill at Lodge. There are also rooms ready for you at whenever you wish. The bartender owed me a favor.
4: Wow. That's oddly nice of you.
1: Like I said, I am your gateway to the Underdark. I'd rather see you all make it out of here alive.
4: Mm-hmm. V would like to do an inside check. Well, V yeah. will just be trying her best to scan him up and down, try and get a gauge for his body language and... See if he's being truthful or something mischievous is going on.
1: Go ahead and give me an insight check.
4: Come on, die. (laughs) 17.
1: Mm. 17. All right. With a 17 looking down... um, you begin to make direct eye contact with the goblin at the other end of the table to you as there's a moment of silence and a bit of awkwardness around it all you hear just off in the just outside of the city in the off in the distance what sounds like clattering of more of these mechanical sh- machines of strange insects that uh, that have passed by the Mechanics and gears of them sound very similar to a cavalry making their way across a field. Welcome in, Raiders. Hi. With a 17, you eye the goblin known as Wagons up and down. He continues to have the large smile stretched across his face. And while it does seem somewhat friendly you believe there is something more to it. Whether it be that he sees you as more of a profit to garner from or other intentions or just being as friendly as you can find within the Underdark. Hard to tell.
4: People will say you and I you and I should be friends, I think. Are oh, we... fuck. She can't say that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 you and
4: I! You and I should be...
5: Go on.
4: Maybe we should get to know each other a little better.
3: Oh, that?
1: happy to answer any questions that you might have. I'm an open book to all of you.
4: Is this what you do for a living, tour people around the Underdark?
1: No, not necessarily. I'm a trader myself of curiosities and oddities. Hmm. But having p- procured a fair amount of artifacts, I know my way around here pretty well.
4: Hmm. What favor did uh, the bartender owe you for?
1: Oh, it was nothing. I procured him a case of very rare wines.
4: Mm. Sounds I prefer fuck, I prefer rum. (laughs) 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 He's just like, fuck this, I give up. (laughs) 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 Have you ever met
5: Stinky Ted? Sorry, what'd you say? Have you ever met Stinky Ted?
1: Stinky Ted, I'm... No, that name does not ring a bell, say.
5: Ah, uh, Stinky gets around. I just didn't know if he's been down here or not.
1: Yes, well... uh, Why don't we talk about the road ahead, shall we? And as he says this, you watch as the bartender begins to make his way over. You can see a, a large plate of meats, and assortment of goods... Uh, that he distributes on the table. You can see the frothing and almost steam waves of what look like ribs as well as some kind of bird or pheasant carcass that has been prepared quite properly. He drops a few plates of sausages down as well as a cornucopia of vegetables and uh, and different breads. He uh, eyes you all and gives a very wide smile. You can see a number of gold teeth in his mouth. A pleasure to meet all of you. Welcome to Grinbolts. My friend Wagon here says that you're going to be staying for a while. Anything I can do to make your accommodations more comfortable, don't hesitate to ask.
3: I just picture Asana sitting at the
7: table with, like, a crying Basil on her knee, bouncing him like, <laughs> like a little baby. <laughs> with, a, with, like, a suspicious face.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
7: Still not trust him? <laughs>
3: oh my God.
7: Basil, you want some more milk, Basil? Will that make you feel better?
3: It might, but I gotta find milk. <laughs> What did you say?
2: <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs>
7: can I can I get some warm milk, please, for this one?
2: Just this big trail of snot is like just just clinging to your armor.
4: I wipe it with my hands. Oh, okay. he is visibly disgusted. <laughs> yeah, so it's. Can't lie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. You know, like Oksana's really like putting up like marriage material, like straight up, like oh. emotional Jesus support. Caregiver. I mean, my god. Like I'm all just right. like I'm throwing out all the gross stuff and expecting to be hurled across the bar. I'm just like. I'm like oh, all right.
1: So, so just to get this, just to get that clear. When someone is nurturing like a mother, you look at that say, as a potential mate, Basil. <laughs> So, mom well, vibes Fazzle. is your thing. It's okay. I mean, well, I'm not Fazzle's, yucking your Fazzle's yum. I get it, man. We I get know it. this Listen. about
2: him. This is That's not terrible.
7: news. That's true. We should not be surprised by Bass' issues. You guys need a new mom. Mommy? What?
1: Mommy? What? Mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. Oh, no. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> At
5: least it's not scrum.
1: I can find something for you, I'm sure.
7: Thank you, thank
1: you. And for the rest, ales, wines, what tickles your fancy?
4: Do you have rum?
1: I'm sure I can stir some up.
4: Sounds suspicious, but I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) I want a virgin white Russian. Oh. I don't know if you should be drinking right now. You seem a little over-emotional.
6: Well,
1: I say it's all the more time to drink.
4: (laughs) You want him to cry harder and longer?
7: I don't know if that's
4: possible.
1: (laughs) I'll get him something to calm him down a little bit. Not to worry. right, and Grimbolts turns away from the table with a little bit of disgust as he does not stop making eye contact with Basil for a moment as uh, he walks back behind the bar. So, dear friends, the road ahead. If we are to be traveling north, the best bet is to try and procure some type of transportation. There is the giants millipede
3: buses.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That will take us so far. But there might be some times we must be walking. And in which case, make sure to have your weapons drawn at all times. A plethora of dangers down here, far worse than the ooze can find you, especially out in the wild. But I know the self-safe routes. So I'm sure everything will be fine.
4: Mm -hmm. That's our only option. The bug buses.
5: They seem pretty cool. I want to ride one.
7: (laughs) How big are these bugs?
1: (laughs) They are not necessarily (laughs) bugs themselves. You might have seen a few of them come in over the course. There are more machines that transport you from place to place.
3: Oh.
0: Not I can only assume there. it would cost some money to actually get on these things, correct?
1: Oh, again, I'll ensure we're all taken care of.
4: Mm-hmm. Quick question, what do you get out of that? Making sure we're all taken care of.
3: Well, of
1: course, you've already given me your payment. And mm-hmm. then aside from that, of course, the true heroes of light will help us all from these horrible slime creatures.
4: Sorry, are you? <laughs> did you just refer to us what? as the heroes of light?
1: Well, yes, you come from the top side.
4: Oh, You know what? I like it. That's a nice ring. I'm a hero of light.
1: <laughs> of course you are. So valiant, so strong.
4: Beginning to have a small... Like, if I liked you negative ten, it's now a negative nine.
5: That's pretty good. (sighs)
4: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: I don't know what I've done to upset you, my dear, but... And as he says this, Grimboldt now makes his way back over to the table, putting all of the drinks Mm -hmm. around for all of you, and leaving a few large jugs in the center of the table. Wagon picks up his glass and raises to you all, Oh, To new friends and adventures. Cheers.
4: Cheers. And don't take it personally. I tend to uh, have issues with everyone. It's a trust thing.
1: I gathered as much.
7: (laughs) I have a question. Still so, with Basil. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Start yeah.
7: It seems like uh, before you did not like us and did not want to do anything for us and then now all of a sudden we are he- these heroes of light. I am curious, tell me. What has changed your mind?
1: I know not what you speak of. I came in before I even drew to introduce myself offering assistance. And now I continue to offer my assistance, which you've paid accordingly for. Mm. This lack of trust I see is very unjust, I must say, and hurts personally.
4: It's not you, it's me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not you, it's me. (laughs) <laughs> he was going to walk once we were refusing payment once he got his payment that's why he is sticking around
7: mm-hmm. I'm preparing milk for Basil <laughs>
0: <laughs> Obviously, I'm very grateful that you What do you, you mean, preparing? We were.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you sure <laughs> so
0: you're the cop. Nope, I quit.
3: I quit. <laughs> i quit. Not, not weird. This not oh, mommy no. weird. This isn't the
5: channel we're on. This is a Christian Minecraft channel. Damn it. <laughs> Have we forgot
3: everything we stand
1: for? <laughs> God. <laughs> No. I, like, I try to like run jugs. a wholesome channel around here, guys. You
3: said there were jugs. <laughs> 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 That's not That's this jugs. isn't Jagsmonia yet. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Huge <laughs> 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 jugs of milk. They were just.
1: There rocks fall, you all die. <laughs> the end. end of campaign, we're done. The, the tavern falls in on itself. God have mercy on all of your f- souls.
3: Jars, jars of milk. What I said you used
7: the word jugs, okay? Not me, you put jugs into the equation. <laughs> I was just pouring like milk for him.
3: Why
1: didn't you just say it like that, then? Just say, I'm pouring milk. I'm preparing my jugs of milk for Basil. Thank you. Thank you so much.
3: No!
2: For the record, I still blame Uh, Scrum. (laughs) I kind of do, too, honestly. Uh,
3: Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Uh.
5: All
1: right. As you... I don't know. How are you preparing it anyway? Are you? I is was it a... just
7: pouring a cup of milk for him. Okay. Yeah,
5: testing the temperature on the wrist. You
7: know. Yes, exactly. See? Oh my god. Scrump knows. Why does Scrump know?
5: <laughs> Scrump knows a lot of things.
2: <laughs>
5: All right. Oh, so geez.
1: you prepare a milk, a, a milky, and a sippy cup for Basil. Fantastic.
3: Yes.
2: Amazing. <laughs> exactly. I call it a virgin white Russian. Just FYI. Just yeah.
1: Virgin white Thank Russian, you. so milk.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what I asked for. I just wanted to sound like a big boy.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Am I tuckered out? Am <laughs> I too old to be
2: tuckered out?
1: Oh, not yet. Oh. Not yet.
3: Oh,
2: God.
1: As you all sit around the table, um, cheersing the small goblin, um, enjoying the. Are we enjoying the fruit food in front of us?
7: I hate that you
2: asked. Yeah, uh, he's eating. I, I'm, I'm just in a habit after what happened with Marcus to not eat food <laughs> that other people get me. Okay. <laughs> so is eating. I'm, I'm oxana so I'm definitely eating.
3: Okay. Uh,
5: I'd like to, eat, um, but can I be do eating. like some sort of way I can do like a nature check on something just to double check for smell of poison? He's not checking too hard.
1: Uh, you can tell me what you're doing and I can tell you what check you want.
5: Uh, he's just going to go ahead and give it a general once over using his, I guess, knowledge of alchemy, checking for discoloration, any extra liquids, chemical smells.
1: Sure. Go ahead. And I would say, um, either a nature check or a medicine check.
5: plus 3 I got a
1: 15 15 you take a moment as you look around as the conversation continues to spur onwards as Basil continues continues to be nursed by Oxana V continues to her conversation with Wagons um, and Tristan and Sicarius well yeah sure we'll say that they're having conversation as well why not you guys need more quality time together, anyway.
7: I would like to hear that conversation.
3: <laughs> yes, no. I would too! No,
1: you're both busy. Scrump, as you begin to <laughs> look at the food and drink in front of you, you dip your finger into one of the drinks at first and put a little bit on your lips. At first, there's not really anything. However, as the taste Tingles a little bit in your back of your throat. You know, something is
5: off here. Of
4: course. Great.
5: Okay. Uh can I turn to I guess Sicarius and Tristan, have they begun to eat?
1: Sicarius has Tristan. I don't know what he's doing.
5: No, Tristan never eats. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, perfect. So I'm <laughs> going to turn to Tristan because I feel like Scrump. We've we built a bomb. and I'm going to look at Nugget and look at Tristan. Oh, yeah. The food's poisoned. The
6: what? The food. I think it's poisoned. I I will I will turn to Secarius and.
1: As you look over to Sicarius, you can see him now enjoying the food more so than he was before, as Oksana, Basil, and V all seem to be as well enjoying their food, not a care in the world, some of them now laughing, having a little bit of a tired and dazed look on their face. Oh,
6: crap. Oh, God. We're too late. <laughs> too late! I know. late. <laughs>
3: ah,
5: this is, is <laughs> We just gotta uh, get up and leave and then we'll find a new party
6: don't <laughs> touch me don't
3: oh
0: my god okay uh scrum's gonna
5: turn towards
6: the um uh actually him is is it is, is is the goblin eating anything is it working? wagon wagon
1: the goblin doesn't seem to be eating anything just watching intently with a smile on his face
5: okay um Scrump's gonna look over to tristan and he's gonna <sighs> be like Stubler's just gonna play the first along and he's gonna be like just play along and then Scrump's gonna slump forward on the food and make it look like he's starting to like get
6: sleepy and <laughs> i'm just going to tilt my my head back and pretend to be asleep <laughs> 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 I'm after dead anyway, so. <laughs> he's
0: getting his coins prepared.
7: <laughs> Scrap! Scrap! Oh, okay, Let's see if he's anywhere near me. I'll push him with my free hand.
1: Okay. okay. Sitting right next to him.
5: He's gonna look back at Oksana. Can I see how much of her plate they've eaten? Uh,
1: oh, you can sh- tell whatever. she's gone to town on it. There's barely anything
5: left. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna, as he's still like head down, he's gonna like, with the push, he's gonna come back and slump into Oksana, but he's gonna be like, it's poison, you're probably gonna fall asleep now. I'm gonna try to save you, okay?
3: <laughs> oh my what God. What did you say? She'll Food say it very poison. loudly.
0: <laughs> are you saying this like loud enough for everybody at the table to hear, yeah, or like, are you whispering? Whispering
5: into Oksana, yeah. As
1: She's
4: just merrily trying to cheers everyone with her rum. Ah!
3: <laughs>
1: the four of you, aside from Tristan and Scrump.
4: I think Basil said he wasn't eating anything. yes no, so I, 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 I'm not eating or drinking
2: anything. One, because I'm a and Two, because uh, you know, just everything that happened with Marcus before, I'm just
0: not. I'm not eating the milk? milk. I thought you white, drank the milk. The,
2: uh, version of white version?
7: I handed him the milk. Oh, that's no, I, true.
2: yeah. I or, I know. I ordered it to seem like a big boy, but that was it. <laughs> but I am still crying.
0: So she's trying <laughs> to feed, but he's not latching.
4: All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just no! I don't want that Christ. image in my head. And now you put that out there. I swear okay. to it. any cute. fan art, no, <laughs> man immediately
1: Immediately, (laughs) all of you are unconscious all of you are unconscious you just fall down in your food you're all no saving tracks no constitution all of you are just unconscious now
7: we deserve that
0: (laughs) that.
1: (laughs) don't say rule 34 don't do that god damn it no i don't
2: want to be the one that has to that, that breaks this, you know what I mean? I don't want to be the first.
1: Can we, like, not have that happen? Okay. Anyway, let's stay on track, folks. <laughs> As Sicarius, Oksana, and V now slump over into their foods, Basil still a blubbering mess. Scrump and Tristan, you keep a watchful eye the best you can without leading on to anything. As Grimbolt makes his way back over to the table... The cloth in his hands, wiping his hands gingerly. A large smile on his face as he walks up next to wagons. You did good this time, little one. We'll fetch a fine dollar for these. I think you're right, Grimbolts The pits will enjoy these ones. And what about that blubbering fool? Do you think we should will have a problem with him? He's drinking milk and sobbing.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, either
1: way.
3: Just you fucking wait.
1: (laughs) Better take care of him properly. Scrump and Tristan, you both watch as Grembolt now nods to a few individuals. Four or five now stand up and begin to make their way over to the table as they pull Oksana's chair out and pull Basil up from it. Basil, you immediately feel the jerk as they pull you up to your feet. You struggle intently against them. Is there anything you would like to try or do? Are commuted, I think you're
4: muted, bud.
2: Sorry. What's the underdog's viewpoint on um uh on magic?
1: Yet to be seen.
2: All right. Um Basil will um will have a childish tantrum. As he turns around and says,
3: Don't touch me!
2: As, <laughs> as I'm gonna cast uh my my living shadow ability and uh frighten all creatures within 30 foot of, or attempt.
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh so that would be Okay, let me figure this out. You're there, he's there, that's there. And we'll have one, two. Okay. As the wolf form now envelops all around you. Uh it's a oh, wiz- this
2: isn't the wolf form. This is the uh the shadows.
1: Oh sorry, the shadow. What's the uh what's the save yep. on that? Uh
2: the save is a DC fifteen wisdom save.
6: Okay.
1: Damn it. Okay. As most of the individuals start to move back away from you and the living shadow, only Grimbalt stands proper in front of you. You're a pathetic weakling. Oh. And you watch as he reaches into his side pouch and grabs a small war hammer, aiming to attack you.
2: I go fetal and stop crying at his heart work. Oh
1: my god. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to give myself advantage on that if that's the case. Yeah. As he does, he begins to wail on top of you with his hammer. You take 12 points of damage. And although the four individuals that have run off at this point in time are continuing to flee away from you. More now begin to um, approach, encroach on you. They continue Um, with Grimbolt. Okay. They continue with Grimbolt to continue to beat you mercilessly. Scrump and Tristan, you continue watching. Is there anything either of you would like to do?
5: Hmm what was a very supposed to be uh, you know, let's play along see where they take us now Basil's getting hit with a war hammer um,
1: and kicked and stomped on
5: and kicked and stomped so what's how many people are around Dave?
1: altogether? there's within the bar itself there's roughly about 20 to 25 people
5: and everybody else are they passed out at this point
1: uh, all of them are watching intently but no one seems to be doing anything
5: all right. Um, is anyone wearing, like, when I look at the uh, the two guys, or what's his say, it's Grimbold. Does he have any metal? Is he wearing just cloth, metal clothes?
1: Um, he is wearing. What is he wearing? He looks to have a few buckles and whatnot, but otherwise there's a leather ap- apron that he's wearing. Very stained Correct. and old and shabby.
5: Okay, perfect. All right. Um, so, yeah, Scrump's going to spring up from the table and he's going to be like, You didn't do your good goblin work, goblin. <laughs> he's going to look at the fellow goblin. He's going to be like, Shoddy work. Should have thought about Scrump. And then he's going to go ahead and I'm going to uh, I'm going to cast uh, Ray... Actually, you know what? We're going big, Dave. Okay. Um, we're going big. Can I shoot <laughs> off we'll do Ray sickness? That's really the main one we got here. Um. Alright, so range spell attack. do go for that. does a 20 hit.
1: A 20 absolutely hits as you hit wagons directly in the chest. He immediately begins to curl and keel over from pain. You can see he begins to vomit drastically. Uh, How much damage you got for me?
5: I'm gonna roll a 2d8 here and we'll find out. Okay. Uh, We got 11.
1: 11 points of damage. uh,
5: He also has to make a constitution save of 13. Mm. If he okay. fails, he is poisoned.
1: Uh, that is a nine.
5: Okay, so he is poisoned.
1: He is also poisoned, um, okay.
5: I have a bonus action as well, right?
1: Oh yeah, go ahead.
5: Could you allow me to throw one of chat's potions as a bonus action? Is that a it's a thing? Throwable object?
1: Absolutely.
5: Perfect. I'm going to whip chat's potion at him. So let's roll that that D100. Look.
1: Okay, go ahead and roll a that D100 for prison. me.
0: It's going to be something positive. I know. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> we're, we're going with the dice tonight.
1: Chaos is where it rains, my <laughs> friend. Chaos, let's go. Let's see how we do this. Bring it
5: over a little bit of that GC chaos. 42.
1: 42. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. As Scrum jumps up onto the table, letting loose a burst of energy, hitting wagons directly in the chest. As soon as it happens, you see all of the other individuals in the bar now stand up and begin to make their way over to you. Very angry looks on all of their faces. You can see them now drawing their weapons from the sides. blade Long blades that shimmer, some rusted. The rest of your companions still laying low, Basil still on the floor, now seemingly stopped crying. (laughs) No whimpers come from him at this point. And with one move left, you reach into your backpack. And almost in a bullet time motion, lean back with a potion in your hand as you let it loose. It flies out towards the center of the crowd. As you hear the shattering of the potion on the grounds. But that, my friends,
3: uh, <laughs>
1: is going to be a story oh for my another day.
6: Oh God.
5: oh, God. Damn it. Now we're going to look at the roller to see what a 42 is. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so
1: good yeah it's uh it's an interesting one that's for sure that's for sure uh okay and that's uh yeah that's what you guys get that's what you guys get i haven't been able to do a really good cliffhanger in a while okay so i i felt like that was a good one to end on you can't wait a week for that one i'm sure you'll you'll be fine mojo you'll be fine but uh you don't have to wait a week for uh to see our lovely faces again because we have the lovely V and the lovely Oksana, who will be joining each other on the Thingamabobber of uh, of What's Your Doodle tomorrow. I'll put <laughs> this music go- back on because it's uh, it's a little bit more upbeat.
3: <laughs>
4: well, so. Tomorrow on Fireside Chats, Jess will be here. We don't know what we're doing. I haven't even made an overlay yet, so who knows what's gonna happen. Um
1: Tortilla movie. That, we're we're watching Tortilla yes. movie.
4: Yes, mm-hmm. that is definitely happening.
1: I think you know what you guys should do? You should do uh relationship advice.
3: <laughs> I think you'd be
1: really good. You, you both would be me, really Rob? good at that. <laughs>
0: It was, just,
1: it was just a funny topic. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so tomorrow we have uh, Reina and Jess going ahead and doing a little something something. We'll see what it's all about. And then, of course, Friday. Uh, I mean, we've already hit our goals, so I'm just going to say that I'm doing everything. Everything that I have planned, we're just doing. No, it's just that we don't have to worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll do We'll do media share and we'll do some of the other stuff as well. Um, in case you want to put a little bit more towards the fun but don't feel <laughs> obligated whatsoever because we smashed that goal and a big, big thank you to all of those who donated uh, mm-hmm. absolutely unreal um, whether Pretty it tough. Powers, B-Town uh, I think Issa I, I, was in there Blink, of course, for his, his amazing, amazing donation to take us over the top uh, a- absolutely unreal, guys thank you so much um, and that's all I've got. Oh, and Gamer Day Friday. It's, uh, I'm I'm going to make it extra special for you folks, just for the lovely, lovely things that you've, uh, you've done for us today. Um,
5: it'd be so cool to see us on a new channel next week.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when we, when we have to create an right. entirely new channel, you'll oh know God. where to find us.
4: Jesus, for a second, yeah. I was like, why would we be on a new channel? Like, oh, really right, Gamer Day is be... coming.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's gonna we're we're definitely getting banned. That's the uh, maybe we'll just start up on Dag's channel. Maybe we'll just we, we'll just do that. <laughs> Dag, we're, gonna, we're taking over your channel if we yeah. get banned. That's how it's gonna yeah. go.
2: Yeah, sure. There's like there's nothing else good on my channel. So yeah.
1: <laughs> Should it be a good time to say the least. Um, all right, we are gonna do some rating for the evening. Uh, is there anything we have to say left before we go? We're going to go raid into our friends over at knights of silver moon they're doing their thing right now and it'll be uh, a whole bunch of lovely people uh to say hello to make sure to follow them when you get over there because they are a wonderful group uh hashtag cc love raid and then use the uh the emotes that we made for you someone put it down in chat for me so someone can copy and paste it if you're not already following following you'll get the raid emote and uh, and all of those lovely things and to those on youtube it was a crazy episode. We there was a lot of things that was happening over and above everything else. But uh, hey, it was good times. Good times as always. Tavern talks. You're not. You can't do acrobatics right now. Okay, we'll do a quick on. Everybody up. Everybody chat. This includes you. We're doing a little D and D yoga. Here's how it goes. We're
5: going over onto the is side. Everyone, thanks taverns talks for yeah. Everybody thanks around. tavern talks okay. for this one.
4: Mate, uh, I'm calling your lead right now. Yeah, oh, so we were doing arm oh, surface This is this is
2: what I
5: call it's the Beholder Bender right here. The-
1: That's the Beholder <laughs> Bender.
5: Oh. Uh, back down, and then we're gonna do full rotations. right This is the the sucky okay, okay. bus
1: okay. suckery <laughs> right there. That's what I call this big. one. Woo! Damn, we did good. Damn, we did good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, let me start this dang raid. And uh, guys, it has been an absolute pleasure as always. We'll see you here tomorrow night and then Friday night for a night that you won't want to miss. It literally could be the last CC stream. I'm just saying this out loud. It could be. (laughs) In all honesty, it 100% could be our last stream. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, But with that said, before I leave you for the evening, to all the adventures out there, whether joining some friends at a tavern, being cautious of what you eat and drink or being brought in about by death himself. I beg of you all one word of caution. Be careful out there. You can trip. We'll catch you in the next one, guys. Love all your faces. Take care.